Okay, so today's podcast, we're going to talk about shifting the mindset and what that actually means, especially when it comes to doing your business, especially when it comes to doing uh, even just your life in general. So that's what we'll be talking about. Also, there's a disclaimer. I do talk about something pretty inappropriate throughout the podcast. And, um, you know, this is for ages 18 and up. Nothing too crazy, but just just beware. Thank you. Welcome back to another episode here on Glenn's Mobile Podcast. This is episode three with Mr. Josh Franks. And we are talking about, we have a topic to talk about, <coughs> mindset reset. And I, I took a course with Chris Dew. He owns a company called The Future, uh, kind of more in the graphic design field. But really, it has a lot to do with business mindset. But I thought this topic was such a good uh, thing to talk about, especially with Josh, since it all starts in the mind. And mm-hmm. I want to say to Josh, what does that mean to you? Mindset reset. What is that? What are the first things that come through your mind? What is it something? Yeah. What is coming through your mind about uh, mindset reset? I want to hear yours too, but let me say this. Um, uh, mine, you know, one of the first things I ever heard about mindset reset, I want to share because this had such an impact on me. All right. Which was, um, I don't remember exactly. I I think I was just scrolling through like Instagram quotes or something. And I saw this and it said, um, the man who believes he can and the man who believes he can't are both right. Right. And I remember pondering that and taking some time thinking, you know what, people can all be in, me and you can experience the same up coming in the world, same thing. And just the way we believe can change everything. So two people can experience the same thing. One will think those whatever happened good or bad was a limitation the other one can see it as an asset so i thought that was so interesting that if you believe you can do something or if you believe you can't you are correct so i think uh mindset reset is is really essentially switching your mind and since the world presses on us on average uh, looking at things as being impossible, looking at difficulties as like not knowing a way or whatever, and letting that that uh, that limitation to keep us back, <clears throat> and just stopping there and not doing anything else. I think mindset reset is saying, you know what, things are possible. Just because we don't know how to do it yet doesn't mean that is correct. Mm-hmm. Just, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. What did you learn? You said you, I've never heard you talk about uh, this. What, who is this? So this, uh, his name is Chris Dew. Okay. Uh, he owns the company called The Future. Okay. Um, and, you know, he. I, I thought his stuff was a lot about design. And it's, it's a lot about, what, he talks more, he markets more about creatives and how to price things. Because we're, it's such a weird it's such a weird service. One. Service, it is right because you can just charge whatever. Exactly, and, it's and not it, a common. Uh huh. And it, it comes like 
a doctor, right? If a doctor tells you, hey, I'm going to charge you $3,000, you probably don't even question it. Yeah, sure. Right? Okay. But when it comes to, hey, I'm going to charge you for a logo of $3,000, you're probably going to question it. And right? something like a creative skill? Yeah, it's okay. a creative, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, what he's saying is, it all comes down to the mind. Like, you have to shift your mind in order to be able to price the way you need to price because your your value what are you adding absolutely what are you going to add yes. what is it that you're yes. you're going to back it up like what yes. proof okay interesting so, so he taught you some of that exactly i remember talking with you too about some business in that mm-hmm. but yeah back but uh that's really interesting so that was a mindset reset and prices and pricing in, uh-huh. in just in, in just in general like and what you were saying too uh, um it's just our perception right Mm-hmm. It really comes down to our perception. We cut, we both can grow up the same way. Yeah. Everything. And it's just the way. It is. It is. You know, and unfortunately, um, I find that, you know, any, everybody in the world is being affected by their environment so dramatically when they grow up that whatever the temperature of the environment, be it good or bad, that is what is normal unfortunately and generally we have a lot of you know unhealthy uh influences in our lives correct and so uh a mindset reset is so important man learning how to change your mind from impossibility to possibility right from scarcity to abundance Mm -hmm. if you can just literally, and I've shared some of this with you, there's such an interesting uh, change that can happen when you can go from not believing to believing in a possibility of something happening. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And this is something I still, I mean, we're going to be fighting this kind of battle in our brain our whole lives. But usually most are overcome by their fears. They're being overcome by the obstacles. But it's so funny. You start exposing yourself to people with abundant mindset. You start exposing yourself to people that are doing bigger things. Like think, Elon Musk. He said he wants to die on Mars. (laughs) Right. Okay. What? Okay. What is, and we're sitting here maybe in a financial strait. We're like, oh my gosh, I can't pay the bills. I can't pay my my rent this month or whatever. Now, I'm not saying that's not a real problem. Absolutely. And you know what? That's actually something I, I want to share during this podcast about money. I want to share something valuable for people about money on this podcast. What money really is. Because when you understand how things work, you'll understand how to get ahead. So anyway, but our perspective of the world is based on our world and nothing more. Mm-hmm. If you're looking to do something bigger, go learn and go follow people that are doing such big things that your little problem is like, huh? <laughs> you're, you're, that's a problem. Right. We need to get a different perspective of the world, man. We can't just stay in our little bubble. That is the worst thing. So I would say one of the biggest things for to reset your mind, to get a new mind, mindset towards the world, is expose yourself 
to more things. Expose yourself to people doing huge things and reset. They're just like me and you. Same people, yeah. They're just like me and you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I was thinking of the uh, the coffee analogy thing. Oh, yeah. Right? So, yeah. So the coffee analogy, right? I got a cup of coffee, right? It looks... Um, it looks, you know, it's brown, iced coffee, you know, it's got cream, um, sugar, probably sweetener, all this stuff. But it looks really, you know, like a light brown cup of coffee, right? And what I was saying to Josh, I was like, okay, so how do I, how do I reset my mind? Pretty simple. It's, uh, something I've learned is, uh, the only way to reset this, because there's a, it's, it looks dirty, right? This is kind of like a dirty coffee. And the only way to reset it, right, if, if I were to pour water into this cup of coffee, eventually it's going to overflow, right? But over time, right, depending on how much information you pour into this, it starts to dilute, right? And eventually, yeah. over time, right, depending on how many books, depending on how many podcasts, depending on how, how you who how you hang exposure. out with. Exactly. Yeah. Who you hang out with. Right. Yeah. And let's let's put let's put a cool let's put another analogy. Let's put let's put two cups, right? Let's put your old ways, your old beliefs, still with a cup of coffee, that that same look, and then you got water, right? So every time you hang out with you know, or you, you go back to your old friends, you go back to the old ways, mm-hmm. you, you know, it just you start to pour two at the same time, but if you start reading yeah. if you start reading more and putting more water and pour yeah. more. Eventually, this cup of coffee is going to be clear. Yeah. And you're going to forget about your old ways. It has to overwhelm the information that's going in you before. Exactly. And because yeah, yeah, your mindset is like where it is dead set on, right? Changing mm-hmm. your mind frame. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. So that's, expose yourself to something different. And and just get to different ideas. Absolutely. And surrounding yourself with yes. the right people. Yes. And I think, too, also is how do you find the right people, right? How, how do you find the right people, Josh? Like, okay, I want to I wanna reset my mind. Okay. Okay. I got to read books. I got to hang yes. out with good people, bigger people. Okay. I got this. Okay. I got that. Now, how, um, what was my question? Uh, <laughs> how do you change your mindset? Or what? Yeah, so what, what do I got to do now? What yeah. do I got to do? Like, how do I, how do I, right? Is that the question I'm thinking of? I'm, I'm not, I'm thinking something else. Hold on. <laughs> that's okay so uh how what are the things you want to start pouring in there is that what you're saying yeah, yeah yeah exactly yes what are the things so one of the biggest things is faith of possibility first of all because one of the biggest things that we're all dealing with is just doubt mm-hmm. and that you believe you can't believe that anything will change correct you we get stuck in a mindset that this is the way it's gonna has always been this is the way it's always gonna be which is completely false it's completely up to you you have first of all number one take complete responsibility of where you're at and realize that it's your fault even though your environment may be brought up if you like it or not it's your problem Right. I'm sorry, ma'am. Glenn, you don't have a choice. This life is going to kill you. You are 100% in. You aren't 10% in. You are 100% into your life. <laughs> you don't have a choice. Right. Other matter. I'm sorry, man. Mm-hmm. I guess we could. I, 
you could kill yourself, whatever, if you get too tough. But look, hey, you're in this thing already. So first of all, take that. Say, you know what, it's up to me. Take responsibility, first of all. And then number two would be start exposing yourself to people that are doing the things you want or they're in the positions or places you want to be. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And start exposing yourself to possibility, mm-hmm. to possibility. It's, it's so funny. There's so much information in the world and it's overwhelmed in the world. Like there's so much information in the world, but how to build yourself up inside is like, it's so much harder to be found. It's only like 1%, you know? Mm-hmm. 2% of the world's information that's going around. Most of it's negative. It's negative about our family, our friends, our work, our all this stuff. No one looks at the positive side of things. That's another huge thing. No one lo- sees the positive side. What do you think? I absolutely... I, I, you're Isn't right. that crazy? That's true. And, you know, I got a compliment... I remember in high school, too. I'm always thinking of all these compliments. Now that I'm learning about feedback, right? I always listen to feedback. When people compliment me or, or say anything, like, positive or even negative, they're both they're both something so I can get better. It's the truth. Mm-hmm. And I remember in high school, uh, one of my friends, um, Jade Larson. I, I remember her first and last name. <laughs> and it's like, Glenn, you're so optimistic. Mm. You're so optimistic. I always look yeah. forward to like, hey, we're going to do this. Like, hey, life's going to be good. Like, it was mm. never the other way down. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And, and some people had the complete other mindset. Mm. Like, no, this this yeah. sucks. Reno sucks. You know, and and it's just... Life a, sucks. Li- exactly. And you buy into it. You start yeah. to buy into it because everybody starts to repeat it. And then yeah. you're just... Ooh. And then this is what Chris Du was saying. You're just, you're just a repetition of other information right yeah that's all he that's exactly what he said he's just unfortunately we are man that's right so everything i'm saying i've learned it from books so i'm just repeating things from probably napoleon hill think and grow rich uh dale carnegie's books uh all these books that i've either read or podcast i've listened to or even from chris do i'm just repeating all of it yeah it's nothing i have not and this is nothing new this is nothing new yeah yeah (laughs) But yeah. but it's information that I believe in, yeah, and uh, that that's that's helping me advance to to having a better life. Yeah, yeah. So well, and, but you have a firm intention on that. It's a goal, right? So I think that another part of mindset is knowing really what it is you want. Most people don't have any form of goal. If somebody's hearing this and you have no goals in your life. I'm telling you, get a notebook, get something. You know what I did? I actually, I used to study a lot, and I'd use these little, these little uh, pads. It's just small enough to where I can write, like a day, or whatever, or goals, or whatever. And I started journaling and putting in things I learned. So to change your mindset, I'll tell you what. You have to just like your uh, your analogy with a coffee cup, right? And you're pouring in water, and it eventually filters it all out. In the same way, good information has to be repeated. If you're in a bad mindset, you have to repeat it. You have to keep on pouring that stuff in there, man. Day after day, day and night. I remember 
there was a time where I was listening to podcasts and literally everywhere I was going, everywhere I was driving, when I was working, I was listening to these podcasts because I w- if I wasn't, I was miserable. I literally felt a lack of life in me. I'm not joking. If I was working, and I remember when I was first starting my business, and some of the equipment was loud, I hated it because I couldn't hear my podcast. I couldn't. I was, it was literally a lifeline. Somebody listening to this, I'm telling you, wisdom of information is like a lifeline. Mm-hmm. We're trying to throw you a lifeline right now. What's a lifeline? That's like if you're in a pool and drowning. We're trying to throw and say, hey, if you are not where you want to be, if you're depressed, if you're, if you're struggling financially, look, we have some awesome answers to share with you. But you have to keep on putting information from us or anywhere. But I'm telling you, the baseline of it is taking personal responsibility. You, if, if you, anybody who, if you're blaming the world... If you blame, when we blame the world, there's no solution because you're allowing the environment to dictate your future. Mm. Interesting. If you, if we're blaming the environment, that means the environment is going to tell you what your future is. If you're going to let your environment dictate how you feel, if you're going to allow your financial financial state to dictate how much money you can make and believe you can make. All right, I got to I'm a I want to share something about money right now to Go anybody ahead. listening. Yeah. You already know the answer, but I want you to play dumb. Okay. <laughs> if I asked you and I'm going to ask everybody on this podcast, if you want to double your money, what would you do? And just Answer what you would have, what you used to answer. Uh, double my money. What would I do? So uh, what do people? What do people usually answer? So I'm gonna teach everybody something practical right now about money that you can start applying right now. Work harder. Okay. Most uh, people say yes. Work harder. Okay. Um, what else? What else can we do? Maybe stocks. I don't know. Yeah, um, invest. Uh, invest. Um, what else? Um, go back to school. Go back to school. That's right. Even though you're losing I get money. That. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got to lose the money for. But what if you don't it's have investment. the money? It's investment. It's in. Oh right. Take out a loan. Yeah. Uh, well. That's, what if I don't get approved? See. Okay. okay. So those are my answers. Okay. Yeah. And everybody, anybody that I talk to about money, and they want to start something. This is where I start out with money. What is money? Mm-hmm. Okay. Money is the exchange of value in society. And you receive money from people according to the value you offer. So, now, if you just work hard, that doesn't necessarily mean you're adding more value. A McDonald's drive through person is working so hard and is extremely stressed all day. But say a brain surgeon, they might work one hour 
and they'll make weeks and weeks and weeks of what a McDonald's drive through person makes. So what am I saying? So if you want to make more money, increase your value that you offer. Now, it used to be that you would go to school, and yes, you can go to school, and that can be an improvement. But overall, the, the main way you're going to make money in society now is through understanding how the world works and having practical skills, not necessarily just what school teaches. So you got to become more valuable. Okay. We got to become more valuable in what we give other people. Okay. I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. One of the... So say where you're working right now. Okay. Say you're in a working environment and you want to double your income. You need to, first of all, like, like I said originally, number one, have a goal. I think people should actually have goals of maybe specifically where they would like to work, what they could see themselves doing and enjoying, not just making huge money. I'll tell you what, when I some of the work I'm doing, I enjoy so much, it's like getting paid 10 times as much because of the satisfaction I get. Mm-hmm. And money isn't as val- isn't is important. If I could truly help people and stuff like that, things that satisfy me anyway and run parallel with me. But look, advice. So what what do I mean by practical? Here. So I wrote down. So being able to communicate well with people. That's huge and it's practical. I would suggest anybody, if you don't know how to... uh, uh, communicate really well to expose yourself maybe to a job where you can learn to to talk with people a lot like a restaurant or something like that one of the one of the biggest benefits i had i in town i worked at one of the hotels as a bellman and i would zip up and down to rooms and talk with people constantly i was way introverted man Mm -hmm. i was way introverted and one of the most valuable skills I've learned is to communicate clearly and to listen really well with people. Right. So that and being able to accommodate and really relate with people. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to increase your... Do you have one? What do you think? What's over? No, I, uh, what, I, I like what, what you you're saying. Uh, the listening part. I, I think I was talking to a couple of my friends about listening and it's a skill. It's like even this. It is. It's even a muscle. This. Right. Even my friend... Yeah. Um, my friend Brittany Graves was listening to the first podcast, and she complimented me, like, "Hey, Glenn, you're a really good listener, and you're actually actively listening to what Josh has to say." And I'm actively listening. I'm like, "Yes." Versus, you know, we usually zone out, and I know we do, we do. Yeah. And and usually one of the things that our I, attention span exactly is like, and one of the things that I do when it comes to listening, sometimes I zone out too. So I'll, I know. I'll ask a question. I'll be like, "Wait, did can you repeat that again?" Yes. Or because did, your mind wanders. Yes. Or or I say or I I I repeat what they said. Like, "Wait, did this is what you meant? This is or can you elaborate a little bit yeah. more?" So I'm asking more questions yes. so I can understand. Yes. And so I don't lose a train of thought. Maybe I maybe I understood just a little bit, but yeah. can you 
can you break it down because maybe I understood this or whatever or wasn't grabbing my attention. Yes. So, uh, listen. Yeah. No communication. I think number one thing is listening is the best skill. If if you're if you're if you're much of a if you're a talker though, uh-huh. I, I think you have less of a listening skill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? No, that's right. But I don't know. I I, no, I think so. I, I think so. I, like I I don't I don't know. Be since I'm learning to com- talk. Yeah. Right. Being a, an amazing listener, I really believe, is like a superpower. It's almost like a superpower because if you can really... Here's the thing. There's people that are going to listen to this podcast and it's going to go right over their head. They're not going to catch it. They have ears but cannot hear. Hear. So I'm telling you, anybody listen to this podcast... Take your time. Some of these principles, it takes time. You're not going to pick up a lot of this kind of stuff out of the gate. You need to spend your time and listen. Because here's the thing. Valuable information, Don't wor- things are complex, man. The world's complex. And it takes time. So, like, our beliefs. Believe you can or believe you can't is kind of the beginning. If you don't believe you you can, you're stuck. It is absolutely correct. But if you believe there's a chance that something else, that something can change, then it is possible. And let me say this, if anybody heard that and believe, I'm telling you, you can. I, I will be the first person to believe in you, that you can do greater things in the world. Anybody listen to this? I, I have zero doubt. And why I believe that is because you have the ability to focus on a goal. But it, you have to be extremely focused. You cannot. You have to be committed. Because a lot lessons sometimes take a while to learn things it doesn't it's not going to come right out of the gate you sometimes have to wait for the right word but let me say this you can and you will if you're diligent because practical information for the things you want are eventually going to come it's inevitable if you stay focused but like I said stay focused on the things you want like I said, I was listening to those podcasts, man, constantly. And I literally, oh, God, if I didn't have them, I was like, oh. Because I could see it was finally like hope at the end of the tunnel. I was like, I can see it. I can see there's an end result, man. Wow. And it was just, I just kept on exposing, kept on exposing. And sure enough, man, I'm getting, uh, I'm like, I feel mentally out of the rat race. Like, dude, the world and information is almost like a maze. Oh, interesting. It's almost like a maze, man. They're telling you, oh, it's over here. But the people teaching you are in the maze, telling you where how to get out. That's what it feels like to me. You want to make money? Oh, you come to one part of the maze, you find this little information about money, and they say, oh, it's around, blah, blah, blah. It's not clear. They don't know the way. They don't. They don't know the way. They but don't. They act Find like they know people it. people that know the way and that it's proven by action. You can see the result. 
don't listen to people that aren't providing and that aren't achieving the things you want. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. You know what? One of the biggest things I want is, is to have, and I'm finding, is answers about the world and how the world really works. Like I said, money. If you want to, money, people, all this kind of stuff. It's like, we need to be aware how the world really works. And that's what this podcast... Why, why, why should we... Why? So, because if you understand how something works, then it can't take advantage of you. So give me an example. So, say, the school system. For, I, I, I don't like harping on the school system, but I look back at what I was taught compared to the things I am now, and I just see it as the, just an extreme waste of time, an extreme waste of time, and irrelevant. Like, think, we're supposed, we're supposed to go to class and memorize a bunch of stuff, first of all, right? Yet, there's not even a class on memory. Good point. Okay. There's not even a class on how to memorize well. Where's that class? But yet that's the whole... What practical do you use day to day in the school system that you use every single day? What What have you learned? <laughs> See, and that's... It's, and how many years do we spend in it? Right. And then over the last, you know... I would say like five, ten years of my life, I finally, really the last like four or five is when I finally got information that was practical. Can I share another, uh, here, I'll show you something really practical. Okay. That people don't realize. Uh, like I said, we're committed, right? We're here. We're, we're committed. <laughs> we're in this body. We're in this planet. Here we are. Okay. Right now. People believe entrepreneurship is not for them. But little do do they realize they're in business for themselves if they like it or not. Correct. Everybody is in business for yourself. What do I mean by business? I'm saying, okay, you want to learn something practical in life? Sales. I'm scared. So look, <laughs> but people don't realize everybody is a salesman. When you were a kid and you got in trouble, what did you try to do with your parents? Oh, I didn't do it. No, I, I uh, this, you, you, hey, no, that was this fault. Hey, no, it was you her. It was it was her. Right. What'd you do? You were trying to sell. You were trying to be persuasive. You were a salesman. You are a salesman every day. If you like it or not. I'm sorry. Sucks for you. Dang it. If you realize it or not. Yeah. That's true. If we realize it or not. When you go and you give your time for work and you're employed by somebody, you, the business, have agreed to a set price of this is how much my time is worth. You have said it, not them. You agreed to it. When you are selling a product, you're selling your time. You're in business for yourself, if you like it or not. That's true. 
That's true. So one of the biggest things, so look, increase your value. When you go to that business, okay, fine. Say you're starting a minimum wage or 10 bucks or whatever an hour. If you're gonna be there and you're a salesman, <clears throat> be persuasive. Have a goal of, hey, how can I make more money? I don't like this position. I don't like getting paid like this. I wanna get paid more for my time. Find out what your customer i.e. your employer, they are your customer. Yeah, okay, yeah. Find out what your customer would be willing to pay you more for. Oh, but that means I got to learn. That means I got to get out there. That means I got to sacrifice my time. That means I got to set goals. What if I don't get the results right away? Yeah. <laughs> right? And you know what? This is really interesting. And interesting, this came to me this week, and it came so clear. You know what's really funny about all this stuff we're talking about? It's nothing glorious. It's so painful, it's right? It's nothing glorious. People look at somebody like, like Mike Tyson, and they look up to him. But yet, if you listen to the guy and hear what's in his mind, all it is is simple things that everybody's heard but never was shown the value of. Like, for example, setting goals, being diligent, discipline. Discipline. Humility. Humility is a huge one. When you can humble yourself and not be the guy and not be the person that knows it all. I'm sorry, everybody, look, everybody, well, not this everybody, but it's taught in the world that you should know everything. Right. You should, or you should at least act like it. You should be the man. But what that does is it eliminates so much opportunity because you won't listen to anything. Right, and we talked about that on the on the last podcast with uh, Gordon Ramsay, right? Oh, yeah. Coming in and, you know, if he's going to come to your um, shop and you're the chef, you're the top chef, and then Gordon Ramsay comes to you and he's asking you, hey, you're not doing this right, you're not doing that right, you're not doing this right, right? And But I, since I am the chef... I'm the owner of this. I know everything. I'm not going to listen to Gordon yeah, Ramsay. I don't yeah. care what he says. Yeah. Right? We, and then we shut, our, we shut everybody down, and we don't let good information come in, or at least give, them, give us good feedback. Yeah. Give yeah. us some feedback. Yeah. What it comes down to. It's, and it, it is still, it comes back to that mindset reset. Yes. It comes back to that mindset yes. reset. Even if you're at a different, let's say you're making $200,000 or half a million right and you come to a point where you know it all right what if somebody else comes in and helps you two million three million five million ten million and they're teaching you are you willing to receive that information are you willing to be a sponge are you willing to hey you've been making all these mistakes you got far that's great you made half a million but are you willing to start all over again that's right and reset (laughs) go back to mindset reset and it's every single time it's like a video game right? it really is it, it does repeat. And, and it's interesting. I can, I'm thinking of the video game right now. Like, um, 
I, I'm not sure what quiet. I, I'm not sure which video game, but there's like these video games where like it has level one, level two, until like level 99, right? Uh-huh. And have you ever noticed like level one, how much experience you get, uh-huh. and then once you get like to the experience, it resets all the way back, and now you're at level two. So that means you got to start all That's over, right. right? That's right. And then obviously to get to like let's say you're now you're doing level 50, it takes forever to get to 51 to get yeah. all that experience but guess what once you reach 51 or once you reach all the way to 50 boom back to 51 and start all over to get to 52 but now you have to have more experience yeah so yep. it just keeps going and going and you can yes. see this in what you're saying is like in order to reset that like the mindset is really coming down to to like hey really humbling yourself yeah you know hey i gotta be diligent i gotta listen to the guy that knows more than me because yes. i don't know everything and, yeah. and I still don't know everything. Yeah, and, you know I'm, and I we all create these limitations that we, you know, we know everything. And yeah, no, absolutely, I agree. Our, I love it. Yeah, I love I, the humility. That's that's a good point. Yeah, humility, man. It's like, like I said, our environments, our parents, you know, our social environments, you know, all this stuff. It, it constantly is pressuring us to, to put ourselves over people put ourselves over one another which long term it's i mean even short term it's 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 a it's a failing game because we need one another man we need one another and it's like it's so funny every time i humble myself and I just help people out. It's it's so interesting, man. It's it's like something happens, and they bring me up. They'll bring me up when you, you know, it's like children. When you go and help them and play with them, what do they want to do? They want to do it the same. They're like, it creates the liberty between people. And unfortunately, man, in society. We're, we're growing up, you know, around a lot of hard pressures, man. It's a lot of hard pressure. You know, like, I knew a teacher, and uh, I knew this teacher. And this person had gone through a lot of trauma growing up. A lot of trauma. I, it's, it's almost unspeakable what this person went through. And they went and learned how to deal with it with this abuse from people from their teachers and you know what their teacher said to them toughen up harden up deal with it blah 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 but on the inside they were broken and and these people didn't necessarily go and seek to, for justice for this person. Mm-hmm. And this person became extremely hard inside. To the point to where all that hardness did was put a separation between him, themselves and their environment. And they couldn't get close to anybody. So their walls were yeah high. They, they wouldn't allow anybody in. And, and you know what? Guess what they couldn't do? They couldn't receive feedback from the environment. 
they couldn't receive any information because they were still hurting inside. And nobody pleaded their cause. Their, their family didn't plead their cause, anything. They just said, deal with it. Harden up. And that's what they did. But inside, so it's like, unfortunately, environments, one of the biggest things uh, people don't realize can have such an effect on you is bullying and abuse and stuff like that and holding on to that. I think people will be able to receive a lot more information, like practical information in the world, when they can trust people more. And you have to let go. You have to forgive people and allow some space. You know, for the, I, I, I'm not a psychologist, but uh, you know, I'm not a psychologist. And thank God I haven't gone through anything too dramatic. But it's like I can see that can hold people back a little bit. Or, or a lot mm-hmm. is, a, is the way uh, our environments push and are too hard towards us when we when we needed sensitivity, you know, right. and support. Yes, I think that's what it is. It's coming down to like someone to help you out, to to guide you, and a mentor or whomever, like someone that cares about you and that sees the best in you, right? And saying, hey, yeah. it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Some, most of the things isn't your fault. Yeah. It's but we make it our fault. No, it's my fault. This, it's my fault that, and and we live with that internally, and we don't heal like what you're saying. The inside, we don't heal this part, and it reflects everywhere on the outside. Yeah. Right. And we do whatever we can to make ourselves even look good. Um, like, hey, I'm successful on this, but I might be arrogant, greedy, um, a pushover, a bully. Yeah. Even that, I'll be teaching yeah. other people, hey, no, just toughen up. Like, this is, look at how I got. Look at where I'm at. Yeah. Toughen and they up. they repeat the same and, thing. And guess what? They'll repeat it, pass it along. And with that attitude, right, it's it's a failing, you know, it's a failing system, man. And, it's destructive. And it's interesting because the way the backwards world, right, let's say uh, being vulnerable, right, vulnerability. Yeah. Right. No, that's that's weak. Yeah. No, that's uh, I don't want to talk about my feelings. I don't want to talk yeah. about this, yeah. um, because because we probably had some past experiences where we shared some some information to people that we didn't, you know, that we couldn't trust. Yeah. And now we know we're aware of it. We're like, huh? I'm not passing my vulnerabilities to somebody because what yes. if they expose me? That's right. And they and make fun of me because that's right. Right. I know. Because everyone's taught to be like that. And it's like, especially men. Women got it easy, I think, in a lot of cases when it comes to some of this. Because they're more sensitive. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. They're they're socially allowed to be more sensitive and recognized for that. But guys aren't. Yeah. And they're told to harden up and all this. But people, little do people realize that means to harden up. What they're really saying is don't have a heart towards one another. Don't be sensitive towards one another. Don't worry. Don't be selfish and don't worry about another person, which is crazy. That is so destructive in society. That is so destructive. Absolutely. It is. And yeah, that's have a heart. I'm telling you. Okay. If anybody's listening to this and you're hearing some of the stuff that me and Glenn are going over and you're feeling some of this, 
I just want to encourage you that, you know what, there's people with a heart. There are, and you know what, you can have a heart. You do not, you have liberty with me and Glenn to have a heart. If you don't have anybody to talk to, you can talk to us. Listen to these podcasts. Look, man, I'll say this. Look, everybody has faults. Even me and Glenn, we are nothing special. We, but we're recognizing these things and we're seeking to change ourselves and have a heart towards the world, man. Because it's like that's what we see lacking. That's right. So here, <laughs> I'm going to share it. Now it's coming. Perfect opportunity. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be vulnerable, right? Here's my vulnerability. And we talked about it. Hey, as a guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> You know my commitment that I've been making. Yeah. Right? And this is hard to talk about. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I almost don't want to share this right now, but I'm going to share it. It's been three weeks since I haven't masturbated. I know that's a tough word. I know that's like, hey, whoa, masturbation. Nobody talks about that stuff, you know? And <laughs> Yeah. But it, it's true. Like, I've been justifying my ways of, of pretending... Uh, as a visual image because it's so easy to access the information now right dude it's super easy and we're i know i understand we're men we're visual we look at things and it and it makes us feel a certain dude. way yeah <laughs> dude, we're we're automatically attracted and and guess what i but guess what i do i'm not gonna tell anybody i'm mm-hmm. a guy mm-hmm. hey why would i why would i expose myself like that uh-huh why would i expose yeah. myself like that and meaning you know, it's like I try to hide it so I, I don't look bad. And this is my mistakes. These are the things that I grew up with. I, I grew up with. I know. I, I, our, our entire culture is pushing this kind of junk on us, man. And it's like, yeah, it's shameful, man. I'm sorry. It is. I've done it too. It's like, dude, it's shameful. It is. There's a guilt. I'm still tempted. God. I'm, I'm, I'm not perfect either. But it's like, man, but dude, that's awesome you would share this. Because it's like, dude, it's... It's so relieving when you're when you're not doing it. It is. It really is, man. And, and it's like, what am I doing? I'm creating discipline. I'm learning how to control it. I'm learning how to exercise it too. Yeah. So that's on a daily basis. Yeah. Because now, you know, I'm visual, so I'll look, I'll do this, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll train my mind to be like, no, like, this is what I'm I'm I'm, I'm having that self control. I'm learning the urge, that free will. Uh, it's so easy to go that route. It's so easy. It's so comfortable. I want to go this route. I know. Our bodies. And it tempts us. It always tempts yeah. us. It always says. But it's like, yeah, man. And, and you know, and I'm just, I'm saying this because I'm also human. Like, that's where I'm. Yeah. If one thing I'm learning about these podcasts, the one thing that I'm learning about people is we're all human. If there's one thing we're all connected, yeah, we're all human. Yes. We all go to the bathroom. We all take a shower. We're all butt naked. We all... We're, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Wor- yeah. We're human. <laughs> and we should allow each other to be human. Exactly. And be like, you know... We have our moments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was actually... You know, if you ever want to gauge... Like... I, this kind of came to me when you were talking about that. It's like... If you want to gauge something that you're doing either right or wrong you're not sure how to gauge it if it's good or not could you tell your mom put it like that 
cool. Would you be like, Mom, this is what I did this week? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know. Like I said, yeah. Gauge that kind of stuff. Could you tell your mom? Could you tell your dad? Would you be like, this is what I did this week? Now, I guess there are some moms and dads that I guess that kind of stuff wouldn't matter or whatever. Maybe they would honor it. Uh, but in any case, it's like, but it's, but and, yeah, this, it's like, or would you want to tell a kid? Would you tell a child? Right. How about that? Yeah. Would you tell your, you know, your niece or whatever? It's not, that's, that's a practical way that you can gauge some of this stuff. You know, I, you know what? Sometimes I wish we could just go back to being kids, man. I really think all, it's like you grow up and all the, and life gets so complicated and we just forget to be kids and enjoy life. We overcomplicate things. The world allowed it, allowed uh, our environment pushed on us, complication, and what, now we think we need a ton of things. When really one of the most important things is we just need each other. That's right. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. We just, gosh, man. When people, this is what I find, man. When people lack strong connection, love, and real support in the world, man, they do all kinds of crazy stuff. You know? And check this out. Some people, when, when they find a connection... When they finally find, they might grow up in really rough environments, but they'll find a connection and they'll devote themselves to it just because they feel some love and support in that. And they'll ditch everything else. And a lot of times those environments are terrible. They're doing things, I'm not joking, I started doing drugs. I grew up a loner, I started doing drugs because I lacked good connection with friends and people and stuff and I had so many friends I didn't know half their names some okay. friends right but it's like we unfortunately I find that we need you know we are so much happier with each other man when we have true love and support but let me say this anybody listening to this if you're hearing love and support you you want to be somebody who can love and support others also Absolutely. Don't you can't expect from the world what you yourself can't give. Having empathy. You have to put it into practice too for yourself, right? You got to. You can even start small. It doesn't matter. Like uh, I always like that's that's one thing I've learned is like start small. Like I know we see things as a, such a big scale. Like oh, I'll never get to that level. Hey, I'll never start this podcast. Hey, I'll never do this. Well, you know. Start small. Have find a little record. Use your phone. Like we all have the tools. Yeah. Find somewhere that's quiet. And yeah, <laughs> we're right? all it's loud here. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, it's all about starting small in every aspect of your life. Like that's what I'm thinking. I'm learning. I'm like start small, and then over time, again, we go back to the analogy. It's the cup, the cup of coffee, right? The dirty cup of coffee that's light brown, and then you just pouring that water, right? And it just depends on how much you want to pour. Like, it's going to take longer if it's just one drip. But if you keep every day and consistently and being committed every single day, hey, you know what, I'm not going to go party this weekend. Hey, you know what, um, 
after work. I'm not going to watch a movie. I'm going to actually read a book. Hey, you know, I'm going to do this. Hey, I'm going to hang out with friends that are, that are going to add value and challenge me. Yeah. Now you're pouring a little bit more water than just a drip. Yeah. Right? You're, you get that thing flowing. Yeah, it speeds no, up. It speeds up. And then you yes. start to see, you catch that, that momentum. Yeah. And once you catch momentum, you start to see a little bit of results. You're like, oh, well, this is kind of working. Whoa. You start to, you hear feedback from things that you did maybe in uh-huh. in the past. You did, maybe you helped some homeless guy and you're like, oh, that was not effective at the moment. But later on, in maybe five, four months ago, something happened. Maybe you see that same guy and he's like, hey, thanks, man. I really appreciate you helping me that like five months ago or, or whatever yeah. the case may be. Somebody else might help you. Because mm-hmm. you gave, you gave, you gave them money, and then eventually somebody like, oh man, I don't have, I don't have this kind of cash, and then I don't know where, hey man, I got you because yeah. you helped that guy, and it's whatever you sell, right. you shall, you, you shall reap. reap. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. I really, uh, the root of money is serving one another. So the better you can serve, I just want to go back to this because the value you can create everybody can create with one another is actually can it can be converted and monetized meaning turned into money if you offer some if you can just offer strong support and reliability to people in your own life it's going to reflect in your work it's going to if you're always on time reliable all these kind of attributes that are dumbed down by you know a lot of you know your f- different friends and, and, and different environments they you know they spit on that stuff man which is such a shame man integrity that kind of stuff man long term those are the base things that you've got to have if you want don't blame the world for lacking money in your life if you're not if you can't be reliable with other people money is coming from other people and they pay you according to your value and we got to be reliable consistent like that right and then like like and then the closer you can get with people people don't realize the more the closer we get the more people are willing to do for you the more you're willing to do for other people the more they're willing to do to you you imagine a world where everybody knew each other like family How crazy of an amazing world and we trust each other and it was all now I know this sounds crazy because we're so far apart right now but this is something we can create in our lives with the people we know now and actually yeah. truly care actually truly be a support for people be there when they call whatever invite them over feed them know your neighbors Know your neighbors. This, I'm, you can be a cornerstone in your family and in people's life and in your social environment, and you could be a strength for so many people if you just back them up and be a be a support and a help. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's that simple. It's that simple. Go, but it's uncomfortable initially. A lot of this stuff we're talking about, it's uncomfortable initially, but man, that kind of stuff, I'm enjoying so many rewards. 
I mean, people give me free stuff, all, but I do the same. I'm like, they're family to me. Treat people like family, and they're going to do it in return. Man. And it feels so much better because then you have one another, and you trust one another. And and not only that, like, what I like about um, a couple of my friends, we, we, have a, we have a group, like a 100-day challenge we're doing, and what I love about it is we're calling each other out, like being accountable. Mm. Like, hey... You know, show up at 4.30. Show up at this time. You know, and take responsibility. There we go. Take responsibility. Hey, you know, I didn't show up at this. Even if you, even, even, I like what my friend, my friend Bishop was saying. He's like, um, and and it took me a while to process what he was saying. But I love what he's saying. He's like, hey, even though I, we understand that you said you're not going to be there on time. Just acknowledge it. Just acknowledge, hey, you know what? I didn't show up on time. I know I told Apologize. the group. Yeah, hey, but I, I, I'm, I'm here to be accountable. Yes. And it's just practicing for long term. It's only, it's a very long term thing. So I'm saying like, hey, hey, Josh, I didn't show up at 4:30 to your appointment to clean my car. Hey, I apologize. Yeah. Hey, sorry, I made a human Whatever. mistake. We committed to this time. Yeah. You know, hey, I apologize yes. because hey, I said this time. Yeah. Next time, you know, hey, and then guess what? How are you going to react? Man, I like this guy. Yeah. Because he's human. Hey. Yep. We all make mistakes. I've been there. Done that. Yep. Right? And then you. how do you feel? How do you... you you're going to have a deeper connection with this this new client or this new uh, person. It's not even going to be a client. It's not going to be a, a, a good person to yeah. do. Like, man, wow. You know, nobody's ever said that. Like, yep. hey, I'm late. I'm sorry. How can I make it up to you? Yep. You know, I wasted your time. I wasted your time. <laughs> That's right. Respecting people's time. Respecting... You know, and, and it creates a level of integrity. And, and what what is being taught uh, right now in our society? Division, hate one another, and things yeah. that I'm, I'm racism, exactly. all this stuff. Division. You repeat that. That's what it creates. And it, it really is. It it creates that. It doesn't. What's the solution? Love one another. Support one another. Create an opportunity for people to come together. No, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait until someone loves me first. Then I'm gonna love one another. Yeah. No, it's the other way around. You're gonna have to have that faith. Yeah. We and have to be taught. Hey, you make up the difference. You make up. Go out of your way to to alleviate any of that. Both sides. Anybody. Whatever it might be. The solution isn't to say blah blah blah. We have always going to be like, we're always going to have different problems in our lives, but taking personal responsibility is the number one thing. How can I improve this situation? How can I positively affect? And it's usually loving and supporting people. It's, that's what it comes down to. What else? Love and support. Hey, but what's the other thing? Uh, I haven't seen it. Nobody does it in our community. Nobody does this, right? Guess what? I'm standing up for myself. I'm standing up for myself. And I'm representing the people, my circle of friends. So, hey, whoa, wait a minute. I knew Glenn. He was from, like, we went to high school together in X amount or whatever. We grew up together. If I can do it, you can do it. So it's leading by example, yeah. right? Yeah. Your circle of friends. Because once you take that leadership position, once you start to yes. go, you stand up for yourself, guess what? Guess what you're doing? You're influencing your friends. And it's going to be tough. It's always tough. It's, yeah. It sucks, man. It sucks saying no to your family, your friends, all this stuff, all your bad habits, whatever, watching movies. 
your your easy temptations were, were easily comfort zones, right? And learning to say no to those things. Like even doing this podcast, sometimes I'm like, no, I don't want to do it today. Right? I know. It's Friday. I wasn't feeling it either. I was <laughs> like, Friday. but I was like, no, we got to. Yeah, because then I'm not going to be, what am I doing? I'm not being consistent. I'm not being yes. reliable. I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, I, what, what would I be doing right now? Probably on social media, scrolling, yeah. reading Elon Musk's twi- tweets. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> right. I've been on his tweets. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even seen one yet. Oh, I thought it's not his. He is funny, though. He's funny, man. I, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, so. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Anything else Dude, you want? sometimes. Yeah. Go ahead, I go think, ahead. That's why I think, check this out, something practical people can uh, put to use right now. Uh, if you're hearing this stuff, the baseline of everything we're teaching is what are we doing? We are voluntarily exposing ourselves to difficulty. Voluntarily. Look, this is difficult. We're set up. We're, we're doing all kinds of stuff. We dress different, whatever. But, you know, we're exposing ourselves and changing our ourselves, our environment, and it it makes other people uncomfortable. It makes our family uncomfortable. Whatever. Maybe us maybe even the barista's uncomfortable, right? Yeah, it's like unfortunately, but we're so driven in ourselves towards our goals that we've got to the point to where we're daily exposing ourselves voluntarily exposing ourselves to difficulty mm-hmm. look working out exposing yourself to dis- difficulty you're like uh, uh, uh. exposure and reading exposing yourself to difficulty listening to some of these hard podcasts like some of that stuff man it stretches you it's you have to be voluntarily exposing yourself to difficulties in life because here's the thing if you don't, a difficulty is going to come, unfortunately, and you won't be ready for it. So why not now start exposing yourself to difficulty, difficult social social environments? Okay, I'm going to be honest right now. I hate public speaking. I grew up a loner, and I remember going in front of the class and... I'm like, I can't even like say a stupid word. But guess what? Some of the goals I have are going to require it. I need to get over this mental block and this mental, the exposure I had before. That's huge. There's a huge wall there. But I'm like, I love being a blessing to people, man. There's a lot of information that I have that I wish I would have got earlier in life. And if I have an opportunity to get on a stage, man. <laughs> I mean, this is a stage. Come on. This is a stage yeah. in a way, right? In, I just... In a weird way, this is yeah. a stage. And that's... Uh, it's funny you're saying that because I completely relate to that. And I... I what? I, well, I repeat this like the last couple of podcasts. I think I said, you know, this... I've been holding this for two years. I know. And guess what? I'm doing a disservice for my friends. I know. Yeah. Because I'm... What am I going to talk about? What, what Am I going to be interesting? Am I going to be this? And we're overthinking the value you actually have. Right, exactly. Yeah. And in reality, I'm actually, even if I just get one listener, 
to like hey change their whole completely life yeah and being like wow like like whoa like i've been following you i didn't know how deep that was like i didn't you know the information that you you listen you read you do this stuff like yeah like this is who you are oh i i I thought you were this because of your image like maybe Uh like even position usually people in higher position yeah, and, we overthink. And even in social media, right? Mm-hmm. Like we can look a certain way, feel mm-hmm. a certain way, and then, but in reality, you know, this is who I am. This is you start to see my. Yeah. Oh, I love this song. <laughs> oh, good timing. Yeah, I know. This is who I am. <laughs> this is who I am. It's a cowboy song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, you have to add it to the podcast, yeah, that's, baby. That's right. Play it right now. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say something too, like even like what you're saying, uncomfortable, right? Like I'm wearing right now. I'm wearing these overalls, like blue <laughs> traditional overalls. I look like a farmer. I literally look like a farmer. And uh, going back to your conversation too, like pretty uh, some steps back about being a kid, right? I'm doing it because I just I I got an idea. I was like I had a I had a I, I lost this bet. And I had to clean the windows, right, for, uh. for this office. That's it. I just I just lost the bed. I had to clean these windows. And I was like, and then I bought some tools. I was like, I brought some professional window cleaning tools. And I was like, okay, I already spent the money there. Uh, and then on the drive there, I was like, oh, maybe I should buy some overalls. So I at least look like I'm being like a, like a business. Or, yeah. Or Gosh, how many windows did you clean? What do you mean? It's not that many. It's like probably the same as this, this Starbucks. Like oh. one, two, three, four. <laughs> That's it. I'm like, you look like you're about to go do a skyscraper or something. <laughs> but, you know, I was like, in my imagination, I was like, I just wanted to get into character. I just wanted to be oh, a kid. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted, like, huh. Oh, he, he's probably a window. <laughs> that guy's probably a window cleaner guy, you know? Yeah. But in reality, no, I'm just, yeah. I, I just got this imagination and this, That's like, fun. excitement. And I went everywhere. I went to, like, Boot Barn. <laughs> I went to a uh, different place, uh, sto- sports, sportsman. Uh, another Sportsman's warehouse. Warehouse, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I couldn't find it. Um, oh, really? And then I found this one at the Tractor Supply. And I was like, oh, perfect. It fit my size. is the only one there nice. that my size. And I was like, oh, okay, why not? And then, you know, yesterday I just bought this. And I was like, okay, this is uncomfortable. This is completely uncomfortable. I've never done this. And I'm thinking in the back of my mind, what are people going to think? But you know what? Guess what I do? I just own it. I'm just going to walk it. I'm just going to be like, yeah. Man, Glenn, you got a farm or something? Like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just having fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that, that's what I love being. Um, just going back to what you're saying, just learning to be a kid, yeah. and like just having fun. Being I guess adaptable. What, yeah, exactly. Adaptable. And and making making this like our culture. Like, hey, like even filming at a Starbucks, right? Or making that yeah. no, the new the new normal. It's un yep. it's unheard of. Maybe the people that are walking by and observing us. Hey, I never thought about filming one yeah. in a podcast. Now you're going to see everywhere. Yeah. Right? You yep. start a movement. You create a movement. And there is a TED Talk, How to Start a Movement. Oh, really? Yeah. It's when one one guy's dancing in this TED oh, Talk, correct? I heard that one. Yeah. That one is really good. Anybody listening to this, go listen to TED Talks. TED Talk. and listen to, awesome. And, and type in How to Start a Movement. It literally yeah. is about five, less than five minutes of your time. Dude, those TED Talks are awesome. I, yeah. I love That one is good, too. Yeah, it's just yeah, one, one guy. One guy. He's all crazy. And then before you know it, the entire crowd. But guess what? It was It was the second person. It wasn't the first person. Uh-huh. It was the second person because the second person that looked at him, he had to take the initiative yeah. for him to be like, I'm accepting you. It's not the first guy. It was the second guy. Exactly. 
it's the second guy. Once you have two crazy people dancing yeah. together, it was, yeah. then it becomes normal. It's yeah. like, okay, there's, and then that the video is so cool. Because he's all dancing and feeling it, and then that other guy comes over, like, huh? And he gives him his energy. Exactly. Like, ah. He accepts them. Like, oh, yeah, he's like, hey, exactly. welcome, man. You're free, too. Exactly. Enjoy the freedom. Exactly. You start the movement. You start the movement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's where the, yeah. It's fun, man. And, yeah. And that's that's what it's about. Like, I think that's, it's creating a culture of, like what you are saying, treating everybody like family. Hey, what's up? Hey, let's go on a bike ride. Let's do this. Like, let's have fun. Let's go yeah. camping together. Let's do, let's just yeah. be ourselves. Like, yeah. without judgment. Hey, I know I believe in this, but yeah. hey, there's no judgment. Like, yeah. that's what you believe in. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to respect it. Yeah. You might disagree with the and things like, I believe. Yeah. And you might disagree with the things Josh But yeah. But let's have well, let's a, test it. Yeah. Let's test what we believe. Let's challenge. Exactly. Why aren't we, yeah, give each other the liberty. Let's let's find out. Let's let's dig deep and let's find out together. Exactly. What what truth is. Right. Not just oh, you know, forcing my opinion on you. And you and if you don't if you don't accept my opinion, you know, I'm gonna ostracate you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna eliminate you from my you know, my environment or whatever. I don't want you around. Why? Let's talk. Exactly. Yeah, let's, let's, let's find out the you know. Let's get let's connect. Yeah. Let's connect. And, and if you disagree with some of the stuff I have, it's okay. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Like, hey, you, we, we all have time to, to, to grow, to change. Yeah. And when we're wrong, the one thing the one thing I've learned about being wrong is learning to go back to your friends and be like, hey, apologize. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I, I believed in this for such a long time, and I try to manipulate you. And this and that. Yeah. And then guess what? Guess what that creates? I knew it, Glenn, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to say anything. Yeah. Or, or whatever. You were so concentrated. Yeah. I, and it's just personal experience from yeah. what I've learned. And, but you know, my friends were, were accepting me. They accepted me back. Like like yeah. nothing happened. Like yeah. no. Like. Yeah. Because you made it right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, some people might be like, oh, but. But at least you did your part. Exactly. You did what you could. Yeah. If they don't accept you back. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. Yeah. What else you got, Josh? Anything about mindset reset? Uh, I re- I want to close this off, so. Okay, yeah. So, um, like I said, man, start exposing yourself. You know, one of the, the biggest things that influenced me was the book, Think and Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. I mean, this. Now, let me be honest. Think and Grow Rich is really interesting because it talks about money. But in my, I don't think you have to necessarily make money. You know what I did? I actually took the money portion of it and put my goals there. Personal goals. It's specifically talking about finance and stuff. But you can use those same principles in your life towards other goals and successes you want. Nice. So I like to uh, suggest that for people. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I'll just, uh, here, let's see. I'm just going to open up and read something for everybody so you can get a taste of it. Thoughts, which are mixed with any of the feelings or emotions, constitute a magnetic force which attracts from the vibrations of the ether, similar or related thoughts. 
you know, something really interesting starts to happen when you change your mindset. When you change your thought to something new and you mix it with emotion. When you have a goal in mind and you mix emotion with what it's like having it, what it's like being in a different position, it's amazing because it's almost like you're attracting it. And we'll talk more about some of this stuff and some crazy stuff that happened to me, but it's like sometimes all the things you want in life are right in front of you, but if you don't stay focused, they fly right by you. It'll go right by, and it was right there the whole time, and you had no idea. But like I said, if you wake up every morning with goals in mind, it's amazing what is in front of you, and it's like dumbfounding. You feel stupid. Yeah. I feel so stupid now. Look at when I look back and I saw the mindset I was in, not having focused goals not being willing to learn and things like that and not being diligent in my life and in, in disciplines. Now I look back, I was like, they were there the whole time. And I'm finding even like now, I have to repeat that to myself even now because now I'm different levels. Absolutely. But I'm having to go through the level just like Mario or whatever, yeah, yeah, you it's know. Different levels, that's right. Nice. Cool. And so, one other thing. Books, something that books do to you, that a lot of books and uh, podcasts and really strong information do to you. You know Mario? Do you remember, uh, what is it, Mario 3? Yeah. Do you remember the whistles? Yeah. The hidden ones? Yes. Of course. Super Mario, uh, Super Mario Three, yes, the one with the yellow cover and him having the—he can fly, right? Yeah, yep, I know exactly which one. Okay. Books. Now we need to share our specific books. For my case, like I said, books, books in my case. So Think and Grow Rich is one. The Answer by John Asaraf is another, and then I gotta say the Bible specifically for Absolutely. me uh, has been like a whistle in this in this game you would um, you would find the whistle and you could skip levels a good mentor good information wisdom and I would suggest find the top people and books have, have that have lasted the test of time you're talking the Bible has lasted how many thousands of years? Mm-hmm. Even if people don't look at it from a spiritual perspective, go to Proverbs. That's where I started. Go to Proverbs. I mean, that stuff is in Ecclesiastes. You want to talk about books that last forever. Books that have, you know what I'm saying, st- stood the test of time for a reason. Forget what religious people say or anything like that. Look at it academically. It is incredible what you're going to learn. And meditate and spend time on these things. It takes a while to absorb. But that's like in Mario, you find the whistle. You can skip five levels or you can can get to the end. That's right. 
so quickly. Mm-hmm. That's what mentors do. That's what, what people, if you find somebody, say, say you want to be uh, a skyscraper builder. How would you start? Maybe people would say, oh, go to school, you know, obviously get a civil engineering degree, whatever. Fine. Yes, that's the foundational. But what you need to do is find someone who's already built the biggest skyscraper. Because guess what? You learn from that person, you're going to build the biggest next. And better, probably. Because you're newer ideas or whatever. I don't know. Who yeah. Knows? Who knows? Stay. If I'm, if I'm great, it's because I'm standing on the shoulders of giants. Stand on the shoulders of people who are way ahead. Mm-hmm. And then... Great things all I'll recommend two books. Um, I don't know the the title for this or the author for this one. It's called The Go Giver. Yeah, that's a great one. I didn't finish it, but that is good. It's a little like it's a more of like a storybook, but there's a valuable lessons, and I, I stick to those lessons because we were talking about adding value, what money is, and the, the last chapter I love it too. It's learning how to receive, and that one was hard for me because I I would always give give give, but I would. You know, people would give me, hey, man, here's five money, here's five bucks for, like, gas money. And I'd say, no, no, don't worry about it. And, no, it's like they're they're finding a way to, like, appreciate you. Like, it's learning how to receive, like, even if it's that small. Yeah. Even if it's a whatever, it could be anything. So that's The Go-Giver. And I forgot his, I forgot the title or the author for that one. And then the other book that I'm going to recommend would be uh, The Alchemist. Uh, that's another storybook. And uh, my friend Bryce, he recommended me that. And when I first read it, uh, it's a good storybook, and it puts you in a position of, of like, you know, going out there, following your dream, what that is at the end, and really it's just an adventure book and putting yourself in that position of, like, starting fresh. And when you start fresh, you know, you got to read these, like, baby books. That's how I started. It's like reading all these baby books, like sure. The Alchemist, yeah. uh, The Go-Giver. They're like baby books in a in a business form and then you get more technical the yeah. answer that's a technical book that's way too much like even mm-hmm. one in a, in a sense where one one page is Just a lot <laughs> yeah one page is way too much I know it's like a whole book I know compared to some so, you, you, which is good yeah it's a good thing but yeah. you know depending on how people learn you know you, you know what's really funny I was a D's and F student the fact that I love books now is a result of somebody asking me this one question. Why do you want to go through life learning from experience the things people have already experienced and put and condensed into a book that you can read? You can absorb a lifetime of information from somebody in no time. Mm-hmm. Why are we trying to learn from experience the things other people have already learned and put into books? So back to where we started. Absolutely. Mindset reset. You want to reset your mind? Start feeding yourself with people of experience. And it's funny you're saying that because that's exactly why I've, um, you know, Chris do the the future. I'm actually considering his courses and um, because I need to shift my mindset in my business, in my film industry, because I'm doing... I'm hitting a wall and I've been, like you were saying, shooting in the dark. I'm shooting in the dark and I yep. need, now I need the guidance, but I have something to back it up though. Now I have something to, like, oh, I went through these clients. Oh, dang. Oh, I went through this. Dang. But I, at least whatever he's going to teach or whoever's mm-hmm. ahead of me is going to teach, I have at least something to, like, 
bounce back. Oh, okay. Here's what not to do. But the, the thing is, I got to unlearn everything that I've just learned. So it's like, I, yeah. I'm probably going to go back to my cup of coffee, dirty cup of coffee, my old still habits. Still dirty. <laughs> still dirty, but in a different way now. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's a different, it's a different dirt. Yep. So now I got to dilute it again. Yeah. With new people. Well. To an, to an extent, right? Yeah. Well, a lot of times, even though maybe you went through some of that, I think you have, a, sometimes you have a stronger place to put things. Okay, yeah, that's right. So don't, you know. Yeah, that's. But. I know what you're saying. You know what that, I'm that's saying. What I was trying to sometimes, phrase it. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's, some, realize, and I want to, I want to state this for anybody listening to this, just because you had a terrible upbringing, just because all this kind of stuff some of the those are actually my assets now because when i learn these lessons i have a solid place to put them that's a good point it's it's that perception so, it's a perception now yeah so there right. is a huge benefit there, in there, that sense and actually now that you're saying that it's like um one thing i've learned like the answer like you were saying the answer was right in front of me when i was 16 17 years old 18 I was supposed to be I was supposed to be on the camera doing film because I remember oh, being on a YouTube channel uh-huh. whatever I remember doing yeah. it at such a young age but uh, what did I do I went another way I heard somebody else give yeah. me some different advice yeah oh whatever and 10 years of of not doing this which the answer was there right at the beginning of high school how funny and then but yeah. I am grateful like what you're saying yeah I am grateful like 10 years later, at like 18, 28, I finally discovered, wow, I built my character. I built my integrity. I, it was my asset to become a better filmmaker because it's not just about filming, but it's also about the inner world. Experience. And uh, now I'm like, maybe yeah. it was about me first, then yes. the camera versus yes. maybe if I got early success, I would have been like... I don't know. It could have gone both Maybe ways. Maybe the lesson would have had to been learned later. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and I yeah. would have paid more. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. It doesn't. It... Yes. So it's, it's. So yeah. So anyways. Um, um, awesome. That's it. I think this is it. Um, that was good. This one's good. This yeah. one is great. So anyways, thanks, Josh, once again. And um, Mindset Reset. And uh, thank you, Josh, for having me here. And thank you for talking to me. And I hope you guys appreciate this. And any final words, anything before this mic falls down? <laughs> no, uh, no, man. Okay. If, uh, you know, what we might offer, offer for anybody who's listening to this, if they have a question for our next oh, podcast. Yes. If, if you're hearing some of this, right? So you made it to the final part of the podcast. <laughs> Do you have any questions? Do you want to be answered? Um, I'm not. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Uh, that that would be great engagement. And um, is there anything? Yeah, you want to learn or anything? I can help to provide value. Uh, please send me. Uh, send me a direct message. You know, Facebook, whatever, Instagram, whatever's. A, you you got the links, whatever. So yeah, yeah. please send me a link and um, or send me a message and I'll I'll do what I can to reply and and help you. So yeah, because an outside opinion. Exactly. You know. It's sometimes we get stuck Absolutely. in our mindsets and, and, you know, if there's somebody that we can help, that they, if they have a specific question about something, mm-hmm. you know, we, we might be able to give them some great feedback. Correct. And maybe uh, some directional 
you know, information they can apply today. So anyway. I'd be happy to do that too. Sweet. Okay. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll catch you next time here at Glenn's Mobile Podcast. <laughs>